Praise the Lord. This is Evangelist Julius Adewumi of the Gospel Distribution Ministry. I want to go to the book of Daniel chapter 7 and go through this chapter and point out to, to the listener some of the things that the Lord has revealed to us that made us to know how soon the time is and how we could calculate how soon before the Lord comes. Now, if you have not been familiar with this book of Daniel, we admonish you to read through it again in chapter 7 and chapter 8 up to chapter uh, chapter 12 because from from that time forward Daniel was listening listing out all the prophecies all the visitations by angels all his dreams and visions that they all the Almighty God gave to him and every one of them has been prophetic telling, telling us about the future which was the future from that time which is the times of the end our own time we know from looking at these prophecies and these signs and the and the, and the meaning of all those symbols that were given to Daniel we could say prophetically that we are actually living in the end times now let me go from chapter one chapter seven of Daniel this said Daniel wrote that in the first year of Belshazzar king of Babylon Daniel had a dream and visions of his head upon his bed then he wrote the dream and told the sum of the matters. Now remember in the book of Daniel chapter 1, the Bible specifically said that God gave Daniel wisdom and also knowledge and he also gave him spiritual gift. One of the spiritual gifts is the visitation by angels, visions and dreams that God gave to him that were foretelling the future. And the future from the time of Daniel up to the end of the world were foretold in the book of Daniel. So God gave him those uh, those visions and God has been doing the same thing to believers at this end time, revealing to us how soon the time is and what the Lord is about to do. So Daniel listed many of those things that were given to him in dreams and in visions. In verse 2 of the book of Daniel, I went for that, said, Daniel spake and said, I saw in my vision by night and behold the four winds of the heaven strove upon the great sea. Now this is the vision is quite symbolic as far as it was given to Daniel but he, the meaning was also given in, in uh, the, according to the when you go to the other verses the meaning of these symbols were given to Daniel and we're going to just look at the meaning that was given to Daniel and see how we can look back from into history right now and see the those meaning fulfilled in their time and those that are yet to be fulfilled we perhaps even have a a better understanding of how they can easily be fulfilled. Now in verse 3 Daniel said, I saw four great beasts came up from the sea, divers from one from another. The first was like a lion and had eagle's wings. I beheld till the wings thereof were plucked and it was lifted up from the earth and made stand upon the feet as a man and a man's heart was given to it. God was symbolizing the kingdoms of the world from the time of Daniel till the end and these are the kingdoms he said so one beast after another after another and each beast was a little bit different from the other beast and he looked so he actually looked to him that those beasts were all of them the four of them came one after the other but they didn't one didn't die and the other one took over it was still like they were all running concurrently even though one came after the other the first one that he said was like a lion 
came first and then that lion was still around while the next one came and become the dominant that is exactly what was going on another one came after that who also became the dominant but the other the previous two were still hanging around that was what you will see here so this was prophesying the, prof the kingdoms from the time of Daniel you will notice that Daniel was started writing or started being known during the time of Nebuchadnezzar the king king of Babylon and Babylonian empire was ruling the world when Daniel started writing his books from the book of Daniel chapter 1 it was Babylonian empire that was ruling the whole world and then after him came the Medi Mediopartian empire that conquered Nebuchadnezzar's kingdom let's go on in verse 15 I Daniel was grieved in my spirit in the midst of my body and the visions of my head troubled me I came near unto one of them that stood by and asked him the truth of all this so he told me and made me know the interpretation of the things and here is, here is the interpretation verse 17 these great beasts which are four are four kings which shall arise out of the earth that was the summary of everything four kings means that four major kingdoms empires the kingdoms is formed around a king like Nebuchadnezzar's kingdom was the king the kingdom of Babylon okay and in the days of Alexandra the great from Greece was the time of the Grecian Empire okay you see there are four kings that arise out of the earth the very saints of the Most High shall take the kingdom and possess the kingdom forever even forever and ever now let me talk let me talk a little bit about that about that last 18 the first 18 the God was symbolizing the kingdoms of the world by beasts then God symbolized his own kingdom the kingdom of God by a son of man all the other kingdoms of the world were represented with beasts animals lions leopards bear and one that looked like terrible like an iron like a that has iron teeth and look like a leopard but look like a strange with ten heads and sev seven heads and ten horns so daddy didn't know what to call that animal he just said he has feet like beer but he has mouth like this and like that that was the end of the world kingdom which is what it is right now the kingdoms of the world that look strange full of all technological advancement that is unusual that is unknown before in the days of Daniel. So that is the kingdom you are seeing right now, the kingdom of the world now. That was represented by the fourth beast, started from Roman Empire, and it was the same Roman Empire that became the European Economic Community and the Western world, like you can call it, or the United Nations. Everything conglomerated together is represented in that fourth beast that Daniel was describing in this chapter. Up till the end of the world, that first beast was said to be talking terrible and strange and blasphemous things throughout till the end but during this time was when the son of man was seen in verse 13 now this son of man many scholars have thought that means the the lord jesus christ but this bible didn't say that was the messiah he said this son of man is a symbol just like the beast other beasts that were seen before in this in this book of daniel chapter 7 were symbols of kingdoms but God will not use animal to represent his own kingdom so he used a man and this man is in this vision is representing not just the Christ the Messiah it's actually representing the saints 
of God, that is the church of God, headed by Christ. So Christ is the head, but we are the body. So this Son of Man that came to the ancients of this to take over the kingdom of the world, in verse 13, and he said, There was given unto him dominion and glory and kingdom, and all the people are to worship and obey him. That actually, that Son of Man is representing the, the kingdom of God. Just like we were talking about the beast representing the kingdom of Rome or the kingdom of Babylon or the kingdom of Greece or the kingdom of Middle Persians, this Son of Man is representing the kingdom of God. And Christ is the head of that kingdom, and we are his body. The church, the believers are his body. So not that Son of Man is not representing Christ, he's representing the whole body of Christ. So you have to bear that in mind. Why I say that is this. Many other scholars who are not really conversant with the word of God have thought that, that they have used this Bible verse to differentiate between Christ and God and say there are two people there is the ancient of this and there is Jesus Christ taking over the kingdom from the ancient of this as if to say Jesus Christ is not God that was what some people there some people always point to this Bible verse to try to distinguish between Jesus and God but no this Bible verse was not pointing was not representing Jesus it was representing the saints of the Most High, according to the angel, the angel said it right here in verse 18. This is the sim the meaning of the symbol that Son of Man came and took over the kingdom from the ancient of days. That uh, that Son of Man is representing the saints of the Most High in verse 18, shall take the kingdom and possess the kingdom forever, even forever and ever. I hope you understand what I'm saying. Four beasts and then a Son of Man. One beast after the other took over the kingdoms of this world and at the end of the fourth beast came the Son of Man who will take over everything forever. And this Son of Man is representing the kingdom of God. And the kingdom of God is headed by Christ. And the body of Christ is the church. This redeemed church of God. We are the believers worldwide. So that is what this symbol of the Son of Man represents. Represent the saints of the Most High God. And we Christians are called the saints of the Most High God. And that is why we are inviting you to come and be a saint of God also. This preaching of the Word of God to you is to make you to aspire to be one of the saints of God if you are not already. So if you are a saint already, aspire to be one of the overcomers. Like the Bible said, He that overcometh shall inherit all things. So all these kingdoms of this world that you are seeing right now, all the beautiful cities and the worldly activities that they are all running after, that we classify as ungodly, they will all be left behind by all these people when they were destroyed. And this whole planet will be given back to the saints of the Most High, and which shall reign and rule upon this planet forever and ever. And that's what the Bible is saying here. And we are inviting you to come and be one of the saints of God. How do you become one of the saints? Accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior, and let Him come into your heart and change you from within, so that your sins be forgiven, and also you will sin no more. And that is when you become a saint of the Most High God. Because He forgives your former sins and He makes you to sin no more. And you will be heaven bound from there on. And that is what we are preaching to you. Come and be one of the saints of the Most High God. And if you that is listening to me, you are already a born again Christian. Come and continue to aspire for the goal of overcomers. Continue to aspire to become zealous for more of God. To get, to get higher in your faith. To grow in your spiritual growth in Christ Jesus. And that's your good that's your that's your 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 job your job to do is actually to continue to grow continue to grow and looking for the lord's coming 
say hastening unto the day of the Lord and that is your that is your necessary work and let me continue with this exhortation here in verse 19 now of of Daniel chapter 7 now Daniel said he would like to know more about these mysteries then I will know the truth of the fourth beast you wanted to know this fourth beast was completely different from the other three what was the difference what was the strange thing between the, uh, about this fourth beast which was diverse from all the others exceeding dreadful whose teeth were of iron and his nails of brass which devoured breaking pieces and stamped the residue with his feet and of the ten horns that were in his head and of the other which came up and before whom three fell even if that even of that horn that had eyes and a mouth that speak very great things whose look was more stout than his fellows now Daniel wanted to know the detail of this particular fourth beast but there was no detail given you just see in a moment that they didn't actually give him any detail even if we at the same time wanted to look at the detail and say what does these seven heads or the ten horns mean what does the iron teeth mean uh, what the angel just summarized and said, You don't need to worry about the detail of this, and just know it's the end of the the kingdom at the end of the world will be like that. There will be divers, there will be so many brands of this kingdom, and we can look at it right now. What is the kingdom of the end of this world right now? What is the kingdom that is ruling the world? You can say it's the American kingdom, they are not, it's not the one single country that is ruling, but you can say there are superpowers. And because there are so many superpowers in the earlier many years ago, in the in the 80s and the 70s, we will say we have the Russian superpower on the on the east side, and perhaps the Chinese superpower also, and then you have the Western superpower. But now it's almost like we have only the Western. When you say the Western, it's not just the American country alone. You have the European economic community right now that are almost like superpower so what you can say is a superpower is that they are just a conglomeration of big big governments with so, so much advanced technology advanced in military military stature and military strength and all the uh, trading and the and all the computerization that is what is making this fourth beast to be strange to people like Danny in his own generation that's why it was rep represented to him like a beast that have so many parts brass nails iron teeth and feet like beer and mouth like lion and all those type of things simply to, to specify that this is just a a monglomeration of nations that are all powerful in one way and the other and they are all doing terrible things and smashing countries he said they were stamping people when they when they destroy something they stamp it down it's almost like what the united nation is doing right now united nation will send a, bo a bunch of soldiers from different countries to, to to put down violence or to put down rebellion like what happened in uh in in the in in, in yugoslavia or bosnia or in some years ago they put down all of those rebellion and those violence and crushed it and that is what this thing is prophesying because it looked like this beast was so terrible and what is this beast then? United Nations which is the conglomeration of all these countries in a body a governing body that has power enough enough a military to crush any rebellion that were to rise up from any quarter and that is what you are seeing in this Bible already been revealed to us by the book of Daniel and let's go on he said he wanted to know the meaning of this but the angel didn't give him detail we are only looking back at history 
and be able to see that this can be representing nothing other than this, other than this third, third, other than this United Nation that is forming a, a, an alliance of all countries to be able to have what they call, uh, according to the, the, the days of a uh, government of George Bush, he said the new order, and he said indeed a new order of worldly policemen, where the United Nations become like a worldly policeman, worldly police body, and they are now policing everything that is that is going on in the world. And let's go on and see. He said, IBL, the same horn made war with the saints and prevailed against them. Now, that verse 21 is talking about there will be persecution of the saints by this last horn. And the horn, what about the horn? It represents there is another king that came like a small but subdued tree. And it came out among the ten horns. And we have always represented the ten horns to mean the ten nations of this European economic community. But out of them came another one that subdued three, which could perhaps be uh, a, 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 the, the new alliance that they formed. Or it could be, he said, it has eyes that could also be representing the religious part of it, which was the papacy in the Vatican Kingdom. And all of those things, we cannot really particularly say this is what it means, other than to say this is what we guess it might be meaning. Okay? So all of those are our own opinion that the thought that there was a persecution, like he said, and we know that in the, in the, in the earlier generation and in the 300, 400 AD, it was the Roman Catholicism that had so much power in Europe and was persecuting all the Pente all the what you call Protestant government, Protestant uprising in all over Europe. That was why many people fled for freedom of religion. They fled to this part of the world, to America. But that little horn that came up out, out among the ten horns can be used, can be said to represent the Roman Catholicism, where the Pope or the Papacy became like the little horn because it has high, it means spiritual, and it's not just a government of a a, a government body, but it's a, it's a religious body. And that religious government suddenly became so powerful and persecuting the saints. That happened in the earlier generation. It can also happen at the end of the world. So that was what took place. And you can also see that in the book of Revelation chapter 13, that the Antichrist will also persecute the saints. And if you look at what the Antichrist beast was also representing, it was also representing somebody, a beast with seven heads and ten horns. That was in the book of Revelation chapter 13. It was also a beast with seven heads and ten horns. And this that was written many years after Daniel wrote his song. So we can say this Antichrist beast also has been mentioned in the book of Daniel that it will persecute the saints. And it will, this Antichrist beast actually will be part and parcel of this fourth beast of the book of Daniel. The fourth beast of the book of Daniel is included the Antichrist that will come at the end of the world. Now let's go on and see what the angel said. In verse 22, he said, Until the ancient of days came and judgment was given to the saints of the Most High, and the time came that the saints possessed the kingdom. That is, this fourth beast will be on until the saints took over the kingdom. So, which means this fourth beast is not just the Roman Empire that, that was destroyed in the, in the 600 or 400, 500 AD. It started from then and to extend till the end of the world. The fourth beast is representing not just the Roman Empire of that old generation, but the same Roman Empire that ex that extended till the end of the world. Because the Roman Empire started in the days of the Caesars and split it into pieces, and it was still the Roman Empire that that 
went to become the European countries, the European powers. It was just the, the division of the Roman Empire into four parts. And then, at the end, the European Empire, the European countries are coming together in form of European economic community again, which is what we are seeing in this our generation. And that is the Western world. You can see the Western world, the Western powers. Out through to the end of the world, until the Antichrist beast also come out from this among European countries. Um, because that's exactly what the Bible is telling us here. And that's why we are pointing to you. But until the ancient of this came, when the saints will take over the kingdom, that beast will be on. And the verse 23 said, the angel said, The fourth beast shall be the fourth kingdom upon earth, which shall be diverse from all kingdoms, and shall devour the whole earth, and shall tread it down, and break it in pieces. And what does that mean to say it will tread it down, break it in pieces? Just think about it. It was the European gov countries that divided all the lands into small, small countries. The African countries were colonized and divided into small, small countries. And all the, all the borders of countries were divided for them by the explorers, which came from Britain, from, from France, from Spanish countries, from Portuguese countries. And they were the ones that divided all the lands into pieces and join all the nations together that are not expected to be one single country and like you have the problem in Yugoslavia that are split into pieces and many other small small tribes of Africa that are always trying to fight for one another want to separate from one another it's all caused by the fact that these European countries made their own make the, the, make the, the division of all the lands into countries which perhaps are not some countries are not expected to be countries together but that's what we are seeing right now at the end of the world that the Bible has prophesied that it will be this beast that will divide the countries into pieces divide the land into pieces this is what has been prophesied it says it devour the whole earth and shall tread it down and break it in pieces and that is what we mean breaking the whole land into pieces is when they cut these four or five seven tribes and make them a country and cut these borders of these countries go and search the history, you will see that the borders of countries were divided by the British, the French, the Germans, the Spanish, and these are the European countries that divided the whole world. And when it came to the North America, they cut into pieces until you have Canada here, North America here, Mexico here, they divided the lands into pieces. This is what has been prophesied by Daniel, that these European countries will divide the land into pieces. And they are also in this fourth beast. And verse 24 said, And the ten horns out of this kingdom are ten kings that shall arise. And another shall arise after them, and he shall be diverse from the first, and shall subdue three kings. And he shall speak great words against the Most High. Now that is representing the Antichrist beast that will rise up at the end and do all these wonders. As we see in the book of Revelation chapter 13, that it was this Antichrist beast that is one of the one king will rise up out of this among these ten kings that will do all the rest of the wonders at the end of the world. And he said, He thinks to shame times and laws, and they shall be given into his hand until a time and times and the dividing of time, which in the book of Revelation was said to be 1260 days or 42 months. A time and times and the dividing of time. The judgment shall sit, and they shall take away his dominion to consume and to destroy it unto the end. And then the kingdom and the dominion and the greatness of the kingdom shall be given to the 
upon the altar shall be given to the people of the saints of the Most High. These are the saints. We Christians shall take over the kingdom at this end of the world, out of the hand of the Antichrist, and reign forever and ever. That is the summary of the plan of God from the time of Daniel to the time of the end. Now I want to invite you to be a Christian, to be one of the saints, because this world kingdoms will be destroyed and burnt up, like you have heard. But you that is listening to me, if you want to be part of the kingdom that is to come, the kingdom of Jesus Christ, it is time for you to accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Invite him to be your Lord and Savior now. And forget about these kingdoms of this world, no matter what country you belong to. Forget about these kingdoms of this world that is, being, that is going to be destroyed. And let your own kingdom be coming. Be, be part of the kingdom that is coming, that is going to take over. And which is the kingdom of God. And we are invited to come and be a Christian. Now praise the Lord. This is Brother Julius Adewumi inviting you to accept the Lord Jesus as your Lord and Savior. If you are a Christian that has been listening to this radio broadcast, I challenge you and I urge you to aspire to the goal of overcomers. Be zealous for more of God. Ask the Lord to increase your faith, to build you up spiritually. And pray for the gifts of the Holy Ghost to increase and intensify in you so that you can come to the stature to the fullness of the stature of Christ that is our goal as believers now if you that is listening to me you are not a Christian or you are just a church member you are a church goer trying to do good but you are not really born again you don't even know what it means to be born again you are not sure whether you have been washed from your sins I invite you to accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior today and I want to pray for you right now so that you can be assured of your salvation and so that your, your heart and your faith and your spirit can begin to believe the word of God the word of God specifically says anyone that believes in me anyone that believes in the Lord Jesus Christ has eternal life you have got to believe that utterance of Jesus and then invite Jesus to come out take over your life because he gives a power into the believers that he calls being born again and it is this power that rejuvenates us from within that makes us to be a new creature in Christ. The Bible said, as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God. Gospel of John chapter 1 verse 12. Now, you want to receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior? I want you to pray, to bow your head and pray this prayer with me. Say, Jesus, come into my heart. I believe you died for me on the cross. I accept you as my Lord and Savior and I renounce sin, I renounce Satan, I renounce all ungodliness, and I renounce all witchcraft and weird, weird, evil powers, and I accept Jesus as my Lord and Savior today. Come and take over my life, Jesus, and fill me with the Holy Ghost. Wash me with your blood. From now on, I belong to you, Jesus. Thank you for accepting me. Thank you for dying for me on the cross. Thank you for making me your child. Amen. But I pray for all the people that are listening. Help them, Lord Jesus Christ, to begin to follow the word of God. To begin to read the scriptures and to understand and obey it. And let them be filled with the Holy Ghost. Receive ye the Holy Ghost today in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Receive ye the Holy Ghost today in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord. Amen. I want you to write to me and I will send you some literature that will be edifying to you. Write to Evangelist Julius Ade. Evangelist Julius Gospel Distribution Ministry, Post Office Box 71027, Phoenix, Arizona 85050. God bless you.
If you have access to the internet, our web address is www.gospeldistribution.org. You have to spell that one out, gospeldistribution.org. Gospel distribution is one word. www.gospeldistribution.org. And you can send us email on the internet. Our web, our email address is webmaster at gospeldistribution.org webmaster at gospeldistribution.org and you can also read all our literature on the internet freely god bless you and see you we see you again next time in jesus name